This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 4th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning? Hey, doing good, buddy. We are uh, live on a Wednesday morning, and uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I know I'm doing better than you, unfortunately, today. So Yeah, we are live, but uh, barely here. It should be an interesting show. <laughs> I was telling Tony before uh, the show started, I've got about two hours of sleep in me. I uh, got a migraine that started yesterday afternoon. Uh, I could not fall asleep last night. It was pounding. I was nauseous. I was just not feeling well. But uh, you know what? I appreciate you guys so much. I'm up, ready to entertain this morning. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the show goes. It's a good thing it's a uh, Words Are Hard Wednesday, right, Tom? Yeah, that's true. Words Are Hard. You know, uh, yesterday's show, you actually went the entire time and you didn't say, boy, words are hard once. Not one time. You didn't say that (laughs) at all yesterday. Well, that's not going to be the case today. Just, not just, because just, we have well, it is that. words, yeah. But I was going to uh, say, your brain's probably not uh, firing on all cylinders uh, as well. So It is not. So, uh, you know, normally we get a delirious Tony at this point in the morning, but uh, today you get a slightly delirious Christian, so should be fun. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host, Tony, say you were on house arrest, you had an ankle monitor, but you were just really craving some ice cream. What would you do? Well, it's kind of like a Klondike bar. What would you do? Um, <laughs> well, well, if you could door dash and stuff, that'd be the smart thing to do if you, if you, you couldn't leave. But I mean, if you just had a hankering, then you just have to break the law, break the law, <laughs> go get that ice cream. No. Don't do that because you're an extra idiot if you do that. Use DoorDash. Exactly. I mean, there's DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, Uber Eats, so many different ways to get ice cream. Instacart. Heck, somebody can go shopping at the grocery store for you. Well, that goes to say that authorities say a man broke into a series of ice cream shops, was arrested, then did it again, even though he was wearing an electronic tether. The break-ins happened between July 22nd and July 30th. In all, 11 ice cream shops in Grand Rapids, Granville, Walker, and Wyoming, as well as elsewhere in Kent County and Allegan County, were hit, the Kent County Sheriff's Department says. 
At the same time, the Dairy Delight on West River Drive in Comstock Park was ripped off overnight from July 23rd to July 24th. A sheriff's deputy on patrol noticed a uh, running but empty car in the area. A few days later, on July 26th, another deputy arrested the driver of the car, Cameron Harris, on outstanding warrants. Harris was released Thursday in an electronic tether. After that, authorities say three more ice cream shops were hit, all on Friday night. Dairy Ranch on 142nd, Frosty Boy, and uh, Jam Bean Coffee next door. A detective then checked Harris's tether and found that it put him at the ice cream shop at the same time of the break-in. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Harris was arrested again later July 30th at the Red Roof Inn in Cascade Township. Harris, 25, of Grand Rapids was arraigned Monday on three counts of breaking and entering with intent. His bond was set at $15,000. Only three counts, but he robbed 11 stores. I'm kind of surprised, but yeah, he wanted some ice cream. Yeah, you did. What an idiot, too. You're at home arrest. I mean, you get to stay home. You don't even you're not at jail. You you don't you're in the comfort of your own home. You just can't leave like you're a prisoner in your own home. Well, at least you're free to do what you want. It's your bathroom. It's your bed. It's it seems like if you're going to get arrested, that's the best way. And you went out and you blew it on ice cream. I mean, yeah, ice cream's good, but. You blew it on ice cream. Now right. you're sharing a bed with Bubba. Well, not only that, but what do you and think? That, would, what do you think those ankle monitors do? You know, just uh, they're there, yeah. they're not there for fashion. They track yeah. where you go. Yeah, they they go off, man. You got to watch Ant Man. You got to see Scott Lang. <laughs> That's how you get creative, man. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, what what an idiot. I love these stories because it's kind of like Florida Man because there's always some dipshit in America doing some dumbass thing, right? And ultimately, it makes us feel better about ourselves because we're not yeah. that dumb. No. no. <laughs> well, no. we know you guys aren't that dumb either, which is why you join us here every day. And we've I'm got learning a- what not to do from the dumb idiots. Exactly. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today. It is Wednesday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump Day! Yeah! It is hump day, and as we do on Wednesdays, we've got Words Are Hard. We have a segment called You're Fired, and of course, we round out the day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Behold my blessings. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and deliver to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about each episode. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you broke house arrest to go on a frivolous ice cream run. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Somehow I knew that was coming. (laughs) The Phoenix scream. The best Phoenix screech, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, it is Wednesday, and as we do on Wednesdays, we like to take a look at the English language. Some of the weirdness and strangeness surrounding it with a word, uh, with a word. See, we're already there. With a segment I like to call Words Are Hard. So on today's Words Are Hard, I actually stem from a conversation I had with Corbin the other day, uh, my eldest. And uh, he was saying, uh, Dad, why, why is the English language so weird? You know, the rank of colonel in the army or armed forces, why is it spelled C-O-L-O-N-E-L? There's no R in there, but you pronounce it colonel. So I don't know. English is weird. It's obviously a amalgamation of a whole bunch of different languages. But uh, regardless, you know, it's there's some strange things, some strange rules that we have to follow. And uh, we're going to be taking a look at some of those rules and some of the oddness about the English language overall today here on Words Are Hard. So if you're ready, Tone, let's go ahead and get on into it for this. Uh, let's go already. Ah, perfect timing from Bender. <laughs> All right. Uh, this first one, uh, you know, it, again, it talks about the order of things and the different intention and meaning. If we place the word only anywhere in the following sentence, it changes the meaning completely. Place it anywhere. So the sentence is, she told him that she loved him. Now, if we placed only anywhere in there, it changes the meaning. So only she told him that she loved him. She only told him that she loved him. She told only him that she loved him. She told him only that she loved him. (laughs) She told him that only she loved him. She told him that she only loved him. She told him that she loved only him. And she told him that she loved him only. Um, Again, that's that's a lot of variants of only like which only ultimately means that she only loves him. Yeah, because you're right. It sways it to so many branch timelines there. It's like the multiverse of uh, the English language. Yeah. And if you're playing along and you want to get drunk this morning, every time Christian says only in that sentence or I repeat it, take a shot. Congratulations. (laughs) You are now drunk. Hopefully you're not driving. Well, you're going to have to rewind a little bit because we're moving on to the next one here on Words Are Hard. Well, this next one from uh, Twitter user David Berg says, yes, English can be weird. It can be understood through tough, thorough thought, though. And if you look at those words, three times fast, geez, exactly. They're all basically the same word with just slight little letter variations, all meaning completely different things. Uh, There's it's no reason why people get so confused by your, your and your there, there and there. Um, Your, 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 your. (laughs) 
It, it is absolutely crazy, but it is the rules we follow here in the English language. So let's keep moving on with words are hard. This one from Twitter user Matthew Anderson. Uh, again, the rules of English are so strict and odd. It says adjectives in English absolutely have to be in this order. Opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose, then the noun. So you can have a lovely little old rectangular green French silver whittling knife, but if you mess with that word order in the slightest, you'll sound like a maniac. It's an odd thing that every English speaker uses that list, but almost none of us could write it out. And as size comes before color, green great dragons can't exist. It's strange. Strange that we all follow this, that we all learn this growing up. And it's no wonder that people who move here from other countries where English is a second language, they kind of struggle with it. Yeah. It's crazy because, yeah, if you flip it just one different way or slightly different, it's a whole other meeting. Exactly. And then you well, start sounding like, my name is Jeff. <laughs> yeah, a little on the crazy side. Well, let's keep moving on with words are hard. This one from user Just Shower Thoughts, and I've always wondered this. If womb, W-O-M-B is pronounced womb, and tomb, T-O-M-B is pronounced tomb, then shouldn't bomb, B-O-M-B, pronounced boom? Makes a lot of sense. Sadly, it's not. Boom. Shakalaka. Oh, actually, I have that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that one. Where is it? Where is it? Ah, uh, it's when you. There you go. And I, I found mine too. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on here. Words are hard. <laughs> no user given on this one, but uh, they have a picture of a pineapple followed by oh, all of the different languages that uh, the word pineapple appears, obviously. Uh, in every language except for ours, it is some variation of ananas. So ananas, anaso. Mm. Ananas, ananas is already a hard word to ananas. say. We are the only language that calls it a pineapple because some stupid American at some point probably said, well, that looks like a pine cone, but it's also an apple. It's a pineapple. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I like the name pineapple better. I do too. Then then ananas. Ananas. What do you want? Ananas. I want I want a uh, ananas coconut smoothie, please. There you go. Yeah. Um, I don't know while while I was saying that it reminded me of the uh, pen, what pen pin, pine, pen pineapple apple pen. Have you ever heard that tone? No. I'll have to see if I can find it. It okay. is weird. Speaking of weird, let's move on with words are hard. This from user Ikimaru, and uh, I never knew this before, and it's a very interesting fact, said, uh, I'm so angry, some 16th century asshole wrote God, B-W, ye, in a letter as an abbreviation for God be with ye. And as it appeared was God, B-W-Y-E, all is one word, which was then read as goodbye, and that's why we say the word goodbye when we're saying goodbye to somebody. So when you're saying goodbye, you're actually saying God be with ye. God be with ye. Goodbye. Fare well. And also with ye. All right, let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. <laughs> this from Las Lenguas Romance. 
says uh, the word Q, pronounced Q, you write down five letters, but you only pronounce the first letter of it. Again, very strange that we do that uh, like OK. You know, yeah, you could write it out OK, but the actual spelling of it is O-K-A-Y, just like Q, Q-U-E-U-E. All you got to do is just put Q. Q, okay. English. Or you flip it to K-O. K-O. <laughs> hmm. Oh, let's see. Let's keep moving on here with words are hard. <laughs> Tony, this next one is specifically for you from English Major Humor. Uh, you know, in your text messages, they tend to be long. Oh, they're off. They're awful. With uh, very little punctuation and uh, grammar. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) Luckily, I I hate reading them back. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, I read Tony fluently, but grammar is everything. So if you take the uh, the phrase "bite me, comma asshole," well, grammatically that's correct and scathing. But if you leave out the comma and write uh, "bite me, asshole." You're just a kinky pirate. Bite me. Bite me, asshole. (laughs) What in the actual ass? (laughs) I know. I agree. I agree, Deadpool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. (laughs) Oh, here's another one in formal English. Somebody wrote down, can you use the term I shit you not in an English essay, or is that unprofessional? Somebody uh, replies, no, 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 no. Never use I statements in formal essays. Should be one shits you not. Also acceptable, this author shits you not. It is best to avoid the general you. One would not be considered shitted is probably the best way I could think of to word it form- formally. I'm so glad we don't speak that way, but it is uh, crazy that uh, that is proper English. Yeah. I shit you not. You put it in the, the essay. <laughs> it was bloody good time writing the arso. Shit. <laughs> we're, we're earning our PG-13 today. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. <laughs> this one from Night Fury Pamphlets. And actually, uh, uh, Reese was reading his book to me the other day and was very confused by this. But uh, it is something that exists says, I'm reminded that English is a flawed language every time I'm forced to use that, that in a sentence. Again, it was that, that in a sentence. I cannot believe that, 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 that thing is a thing we use in English. Yeah. Anytime you see the same word back to back like that, uh, it's confusing, but it's proper. Yeah, that is actually rather confusing. So... (laughs) Speaking of confusing, we're talking words are hard. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got time for probably one more. Let's see. What would be a good one to uh, <laughs> here's a good one to take us out on from the rainbow cadaver says my mother once pointed out that the phrase new direction sounds exactly like nude erection. And my life has never been the same. Yeah, you mash two words together, and new direction sounds like nude erection. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, completely different meaning. Hopefully, you don't use it in a sentence where it can be. Yeah, that could, be, that could be a bad thing. So, 
Definitely. Well, folks, that does it for Words Are Hard on this Wednesday. When we come back, we've got a segment called You're Fired, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to enjoy us from the comfort of your own home or on the go, download the ngbn.tv mobile application or smart TV app. Find the Phoenix Media channel there and you can get this great show and other great Phoenix Media shows as well. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now in this oh, segment. Yeah. Exactly, Macho Man. Now in the segment that I've titled You're Fired. We're You're talking fired. Huge. Times that people were ridiculously fired on the job. Now, Tony, I know you're in retail. You're around mm-hmm. people all the time. Costco is pretty lenient with uh, the way they uh, operate and uh, when people get in trouble. But what is the most <clears throat> ridiculous thing you've ever seen somebody get fired for? Um, <laughs> two. I have two of them. Uh, the, the number one, the stupidest thing I've seen somebody get fired for is taking a water cup. Okay, at by the soda machine and just getting water, but they go fill it up with soda and they're an employee and they and they go and fill it just for a quick thing of soda. I've seen somebody get fired for doing that. So they got fired for a 59 cent soda, (laughs) essentially. So that's the dumbest because that's the absolutely asinine who can't afford 59 cents. You could probably find it in a parking lot. Uh, The second one was at Thornton, a meat department guy. Well, we're already PG-13, so why not make it more? He shit his pants, okay? So he shit his pants, he threw away his drawers in the trash can, and then instead of just going up or having somebody go buy him new underwear, he went to the floor and he stole underwear. He didn't pay for it. He shit himself. He stole underwear. I mean, that that's a shitty way to lose your job. And I feel bad the fact that he shit his pants. It sucks, but right, he could have could have bought the underwear or at least could have called the manager in private and said, Hey, here's the situation. (laughs) I'm embarrassed. Blew it, blew it, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then the manager could have said, Oh, that's rough. Let me take care of you. What, you know, what size undies? There you go. It's discreet. No one needs to know that. Eh, But when you get fired, everybody knows it. Like that's (laughs) the thing, right? Like it could have been a private, quiet thing, but it became a shitty literally messy thing for that guy exactly so there you go there's two for you well either of those stories would have been perfectly at home on this list so let's go ahead and get into it here on you're fired this huge 22 says years ago at a lumber company had a guy less than two hours after he started on his first day pick up his car with a forklift and stand underneath it to see what was rattling when he drove that is extremely dangerous 
completely stupid. And why would you do that on your first day? Tony, you've told me all sorts of forklift stories from Costco. I don't think there's any uh, quite as crazy as that one. No, that's extremely unsafe. And you're just a moron. Go take your car to the shop. Have them look at it because they actually have lifts that lift the car. And you have guys that are paid to do the job. Like, you don't need to put your life at risk to check out a rattle in your car. It's not worth it. Because if it falls over and crushes you, well, no one cares about the rattle and you're gone. So, <laughs> idiot. It'd be, it'd be funny if he applied for and got the job just for the sake of, his, of yeah. utilizing a forklift to uh, check out his car. Yeah. I doubt it, though. It's a good thing we don't put people on their first day on a forklift. That's, it's, right. that's a good thing. Yeah. Let's keep moving on with. You're fired. This from a user Gen X says, in the vein of keeping this PG-13, a guy shaved, trimmed off his pubes, and left them scattered across a shared desk in a shared office. When confronted, he pulled a George Constanza and said, oh, is that frowned upon? Uh, yeah, and it's mm. unsanitary, and it's disgusting. So, <laughs> You underestimate my power. (laughs) The power of the Mach 3 down there. What a. There you go. Just don't do that at work. Damn. (laughs) That's where the damn should have went in. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, we need to get uh, Manscaped as a sponsor. And, oh, know, dude, they perfect. Manscaped sponsors like every freaking podcast and like TV show or like TV show, YouTube show I watch. Like a sporting thing, they always take that moment to do the Manscaped. We need to get them as sponsors. Like I'm going to call them after the show because yeah, uh, we should because then we can plug them all the time. Be fun. Exactly. And then we can play like I get now I have actual facial hair. I could actually I use Manscaped to, to get my Tony Stark mustache and goatee. There you go. <laughs> Even though it's really made for the nether, the nether, regions, <laughs> the nether yeah. region. Yeah. As long as you don't yeah. confuse the two regions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving on talking. You're fired. This huge USPSA addict says a dumbass stole a hundred dollar bill out of the register at the end of his first shift. <laughs> yeah, you don't get paid right away uh, when you start a job. Uh, I'm sorry, you are awarded no points, and I award you nothing. Oh, that is a perfect one. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Let's keep moving on. Talking. You're fired. Huge. Cactus Pearl, 21. <laughs> says we had someone fall asleep at his desk with a lit cigarette in his hand in an office full of cubicles maybe six or seven years ago. Smoking wasn't legal anywhere indoors, let alone in an office building. And the first time, he wasn't even fired. He was fired when it happened again. Oh, wait for it. He's going to be legend. Wait for it. Gary. I just he, picked- he must have been doing <laughs> You're going telemarketing, aren't you? No, actually, I was oh, picturing Ron Livingston from Office Space doing everything he could to get fired. I was picturing our time at Teleperformance and just I pictured that guy in that damn room that we used to work in and just being like, yo, man, you got burpee home lifestyle seeds or you want streaming fish and streaming American magazines. Hold on a sec. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) What I was trying to say, man, is. Huh? They need your credit card number, man. 
Now that you say that, I am surprised that uh, everybody wasn't chain smokers and that there wasn't this little cloud of I cigarette know. smoke sitting over. Like we did that, we did that on the outside, but you should have done it on the inside. That was one thing we didn't do to try to get fired because Christian and I actually tried damn near everything but that to get yeah. fired. And I, I still joke if that building was there today. Well, the building's there, but the business. Right. You and I probably still would have a job. We're still technically That's what I think yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> We've never gone back to check. Exactly. I dated be, the boss and I took off. Then it'd be I funny him. if we have a paycheck <laughs> for us somewhere for thousands of dollars. Oh my God. That'd be the best. And then right. I'd have to change my tune on teleperformance. <laughs> well, let's keep moving on talking. You're fired. This one from uh, user canine rescue and uh, fits perfectly with what you were talking about at the top of the segment. It says they stole a three daughter, three daughter, Tree daughter, words are hard. First big screw up of the day. You know what? I'm proud of myself. They stole a $3 bottle of wine. Boy, that's hard. $3 bottle of wine that could have easily been put on the house check for employees. Also had a prep cook steal a 25-pound bag of onions. Do you need onions that bad? That just reminded me, I got another bad one from Costco. We'll go three for three. There's a lady that got fired from the food court at, at my old store uh, for for eating one of the sausages back there. She was prepping pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that warrants another. Uh... <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on, talking. Uh, idiots. Huge. This from user. Yeah, I probably did it. And uh, actually, this is sort of brilliant. But at the same time, he did get caught. Says in the early 2000s, I managed a coffee shop that required that the customer's names be put on the cup. One guy looked at one guy looked like he was doing it. But upon closer inspection on some cups, he was writing an IP address. Turns out he was running an illegal sports book out of the shop. He did quit before I had to technically fire him because I found out I knew, or he found out I knew. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a nice little covert way to make things happen. They come in by a $3 thing of uh, coffee. You write the IP address on there, and then all of a sudden, you are their bookie. Yeah. Sadly, they got caught. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. You're fired. This Bitch. from Bunny B 2004. Uh, I wonder if this comes out of Carson City. Says, I had to fire a guy for coming to work high on meth and getting lost in a closet while painting it. Asked him what the deal was, and he told me, Shh, I'm having a conversation. That was his last day. It's Brittany, bitch. Total Carson City move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, let's see. Repeat this wall. I think we got time for two more here on. You're fired. This from user SK Dub says, I once had a guy call in sick to his restaurant bar shift right before it started, then proceeded to show up shit faced for happy hour during the time he was supposed to be working. Yeah, not a good move. No. <laughs> I, I like he- that this show, we keep saying shit. It makes me laugh. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we're like I said before, we are earning that PG-13. Rating. Yeah, I think we've earned it. All right. <laughs> finally here on. You're fired. Huge. <laughs> oh, this one's gross. This one from Crumple Zone 49. Crumple. So it's okay. This is my cousin's story. He worked as an electrician. 
He and a coworker were running some data cables in an office. An attractive young female office worker got up from her chair and left the room while the coworker was working in her office. When she returned, she found the electrician intently sniffing the seat of her chair. Oh, she complained, oh and my the God. guy got canned. Uh, oh my god that's terrible how sick do you have to be is it oh. fred durst is he sniffing on them panties now oh. i don't know but uh you know this is the same guy that's ordering those face masks we talked about at the beginning of covid uh, oh <laughs> my god that's i couldn't imagine seeing somebody doing that. that's that's gross that would be nuts but yo bro do you smell kelly's seat <laughs> well, folks, we we are headed into our final break and our final segment. Uh, don't go sniffing any seats, but do join us back here in a couple minutes. <laughs> we'll see y'all in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We've made it to the fourth and final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Luckily, without too many uh, stumbles in my delirious state at the moment. But if you did miss a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, tune in. Doozer, dozer, (laughs) geezer, gozer. Are you a god? Will you look at me? I have the power! <laughs> Take that as a yes. Yeah, it's a good uh, yes. I thought you were going to say ankle, and that went back to the whole ice cream thing. Right. Samuel ice cream. Come to I my spoke, mouth. I'll I spoke way too soon. <laughs> Folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because why, Tone? Sharing is caring. Like, subscribe, retweet, refollow, listen to us, love us, like us, download the app. Just support us. We love you. Do it. Well, folks, as we do at the end of each show, we like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Us in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking things off this day in 1753, George Washington becomes a master mason. Uh, don't know where that sticks him in the hierarchy of the Illuminati, but uh, yeah, you know, you, you hear about the Masons, they're secretive and at the same time very public. Don't quite understand it all, but uh, yeah, he was one of the first, I assume. He was a master of Mason. <laughs> Master of Masons are pulling your strings. Ooh, my they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> I got here again. Let's move on. This day in 1821, the Russian Antarctic expedition led by Fabian Gottlieb von Bellingshausen. I'm surprised I was able to uh, pronounce that. Returns to Kronstadt <laughs> after becoming the first to circumnavigate Antarctica. Could you imagine being uh, sent on that mission? You're on the crew and you're like, uh, oh, are we going to the Caribbean where it's nice and tropical? 
No. You're going around Antarctica and freezing your ass off. Yeah, how Have about fun. no? This this is really bad. Thanks, Fabian. <laughs> Don't like it. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1873, during the Indian Wars, whilst protecting a railroad survey party in Montana, the U.S. 7th Cavalry under Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer clashes for the first time with the Sioux near the Tongue River. One man is killed on each side. I assume that it was uh, General Custer in the uh, library with a candlestick, right? Yeah, I'm thinking that. And uh, I remember we don't call it the Indian Wars no more. It's now called the Guardian Wars, you know? It's yeah, all about right. the guard. It's all about the guardians. How about no? It's not politically <laughs> correct anymore. Yes, yeah, no, it's Guardian Wars. <laughs> Let's keep moving on this day in 1892. This one specifically for Superfan uh, Lacey. Sunday school teacher Lizzie Borden's father and stepmother are murdered with an axe in Fall River, Massachusetts. Borden is later arrested, tried, and acquitted. Fatality. Eee. Little 42 wax with a red noodle. Ah! And look at that picture. She just looks batshit crazy. She does. And she got a metal band named after her, didn't she? She did. <laughs> Who are you guys? With Lizzie Borden, but with a Y. Why? <laughs> There's nothing more metal than a 19th century uh, serial killer. So, dude, she looks like an angry cat woman, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1936, we're in the midst of the Olympics as we speak. But uh, this day back then, American athlete Jesse Owens wins his second gold medal at the Berlin Olympics, beats German Lutz Long in the long jump final with an Olympic record which we know pissed off Hitler to no end because Jesse Owens was a African-American athlete that uh, was showing up all of his athletes left and right. There he goes. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on this day in 1952, gambling boss Theodore Rowe is murdered by the crew of Sam Jean Cotta. Fatality. I assume he got a a Chicago overcoat and was swimming with the fishes, see? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's move on. This day in 1956, Tony, get that uh, uh, impression ready because Elvis Presley releases Hound Dog. Hey, you ain't nothing but a hound dog, Christian. It's good to be back here on the uh, Christian Phoenix morning radio show. I just came back from the did tell you on this day. I released a uh, hound dog. You know, I was getting down with Big Mama Thornton. And I was like, I'm going to cover this song. I, I told Jerry and Mike, I said, hey. If I did a hound dog, you, you, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. And I get a little hip shake, you know, up that lip, you know, part my hip, thrust, thrust in there. <laughs> I got to say, Tone, over the last couple of days, your impressions have been <laughs> almost spot on. That's good, man. I don't know what it is. Hopefully I can keep the streak. There you go. I have to get in the character, man. I had to get into it on the fly there. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1958, the Billboard Hot 100 is published for the first time with Poor Little Fool by Ricky Nelson at number one. I love under his picture, it says rock star and actor Ricky Nelson. Did a lot of rocking back there in 1958. Not only on this day did I do Poor Little Fool, but I have a little kid voice and I'm a rock star. I'm an actor. And sometimes I like to watch TV (laughs) because I'm a happy boy. I'm Ricky Nelson. I sound like any other little kid voice personations. Sweet and wholesome. Yeah. Speaking of uh, music, (laughs) let's keep moving on. This day in 1967, Pink Floyd releases their first album, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn, their only record made under the leadership of Sid Barrett. Crazy to think that it wasn't 
for another 14 years later that they really became popular in 1980, 1981 with uh, The Wall. The Wall, yeah. Well, I think that's a badass name, though. The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. It's kind oh, of a cool album title. I'd love to go back. Uh, I'm not familiar with that album and see how that relates to their other music. And, you know, obviously a first album, it's either fantastic or it's so-so. Eh, yeah. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1970, Jim Morrison is arrested for drunkenness. Say what? Go figure. Poet and rocker. He's from Melbourne, Florida, actually. Is he really? He is, yeah. No wonder he was always drunk, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Sticking in the world of music this day in 1975, Led Zeppelin singer Robert Plant is seriously hurt in a car crash in Rhodes, Greece. Ooh. How fast can you be going in Greece? I mean, there's a uh, small island. Yeah, he's, well, he's seriously hurt, but it didn't kill him. Uh, Led no. Zeppelin, just another really awesome band. Early oh, yeah. rock band. Oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> Tony's looking ahead to this day in 1980 when John Lennon and Yoko Ono begin recording Double Fantasy. Yoko, I have this Double Fantasy. I want to leave the Beatles and I want you and I to start a band. We can't call it Wings because Paul already did. So we shall call it Double Fantasy. But ciao, but ciao. Again, not bad, Tom. Not bad. Not bad. Don't know what Pachow Pachow was. I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It's just my weird brain doing weird things. Well, let's keep moving on. This day in 1983, Danielle Steele's romance novel, Thurston House, is published. Remember when she was the it author? My mom had books from Danielle Steele <clears throat> all over the house. You don't hear much about her anymore. No, weren't they like the trashy ones with Fabio on the front cover? No, no, these were oh, okay. like the non trash These were the classy romance novels. The classy. Thurston <laughs> House. At the Thurston House, you're always thirsty for love. <laughs> Thurston House. Moving on, this it's day in 1984, Prince's Purple Rain album goes number one and stays number one for 24 weeks. Great album, great musician. I never really appreciated him growing up, but uh, as an adult, I've got a wonderful appreciation for everything oh, absolutely. in the music industry. Purple Rain is actually a fantastic album. It reminds me of my mom. My mom used to listen to it all the time. She would watch the movie. So I kind of always have a, a special little place in my heart for that album. I did not realize his name is Prince Rogers Nelson. I did yep. know that. Yep. Well, let's I always just thought it was Prince. This day, nineteen ninety-five. Following a suspension from the league for substance abuse, former Mets outfielder Daryl Strawberry joins the New York Yankees and eventually helps the Bronx Bombers to win the nineteen ninety-six World Series. Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> had a feeling was, you were going. There. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't have to even move out of New York. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, just he just had to take the, uh, the he had to take the subway down the way. <laughs> Oh, and then finally here on this day in history, this day in 2015, Robert Downey Jr. is named the world's highest paid actor by Forbes magazine, earning $80 million. Four non-Hollywood actors make the top 10 and uh, all Marvel money. Yeah, I was going to say that's completely Marvel money. He won't see him make that much anymore because uh, I don't think he'll ever be in a role that pays that high anymore. No, no, definitely. <laughs> I already well, missed Tony Stark. I hope they bring him back at some point. Me too. Before we head out for the day, let's run down some of today's holidays. 
we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. For instance, today, oh, it is my national holiday. It is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Chocolate Chip Cookie Day? Oh, my gosh. It is Assistance Dog Day. It is Hooray for Kids Day. It is National Psychite. I'm not even going to attempt that one. It is National oh White God. Wine Day. It is White White Wine Women's Day, and it is U.S. Coast Guard Day. Oh, it's also I like Total Day. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with my favorite segment of the week, Florida Man. So enjoy your Wednesday. We'll see you all then. Peace!